Your employees expect top-tier medical benefits like comprehensive care access, but how can you balance these expectations against rising costs across your full benefits portfolio? Find savings and opportunities in your most highly utilized benefit, your pharmacy plan. Did you know that hospital employees fill 25% more prescriptions each year than other industries? How can you tell if all those prescriptions were needed or if you could have had significant cost savings by filling at your own hospital pharmacies? Tap into these opportunities with an independent pharmacy benefits partner and solutions designed around your unique requirements and resources. Rx Benefits provides pharmacy benefit strategies, from expert advisory services to programs that leverage your hospital pharmacy's purchasing power, all while offering competitive benefits with award-winning customer service. We've been working with hospitals for over 15 years, and our clients range from rural and critical access hospitals to large health systems, with healthcare-specific solutions that make the most of hospital assets and dispensing capabilities. Visit us at employers.rxbenefits.com or click the link in the show notes to learn how to boost your benefits with an optimized pharmacy plan. Welcome to The Bo and Luke Show, a podcast designed to inspire you to be better, know better, and do better. You can connect with Bo and Luke on social media at The Bo and Luke Show, or send us an email at fanfeedback at com. Brought to you by Sound United. Without further ado, let's get after it. Bo and Luke Nation, welcome to another episode of the Bo and Luke Show. I am so grateful. We have Joni Biley back on the Bo and Luke Show, but this one is extra special because we wouldn't be at the ASA conference today if it weren't for Joni in the first place and That's making right. the introductions that you have and just really helping us out. For, so thanks so much for joining us again. Well, thank you for being here at the conference. I know I've been fortunate enough to be on the ASA board and... We are so excited to have you both here. Richard, you know, also called out when we were in our board meeting to make sure we all stopped by and saw you. So oh, it's great nice. that you're here. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So catch us up on what's been going on since the last time you were on the podcast. This I, was like the beginning of the pandemic. It was the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> and, you know, it's I was thinking about when we spoke and it was just such an adjustment back then. We had all just stopped traveling and we were trying to figure out, OK, Zoom calls and working virtually. And here we are. 18 months later, right? And this has become the norm that, right. that we're used to. So um, a lot has happened for the business that I run. I could tell you we have really accelerated our moves to working virtually. And I'm really happy to say that it works. Really? My teams are doing a fabulous job. Um, I'm so proud of the Remex business and, and just what my team has done. They grew throughout the pandemic in 2020. They actually grew our top line revenue and gross wow. margin. And we are having a record year. This is going to be our biggest year, 2021. No kidding. Um, in the history of Remex. So um, it's it's been a lot of trying to navigate through some difficult and challenging waters, right. but um, it's paying off. We're having a lot of fun doing it. Amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Now, I just want to remind our listeners, because it's been over a year since we had you on the show. We've acquired a lot of new listeners. So for everybody that is listening, Joni 
really is the expert in this space. She's the jobs jobs expert. She's on Fox Business every single month with Maria Bartiromo delivering that monthly jobs report. Um, and then in her company, and then you're, you're in this space every day. You do it all the time. We really appreciate you being on the show. And earlier today, before you came and sat down with us here, we were talking about what are we going to talk about, right? And we've got this phrase out in the world, especially here, the great resignation. Is it coming? Is it going to happen? If it does, why did we let it happen? So what we want to get into you, get into with you is how do we stop it? What can leaders do? What can employees do who either want to stay or become a candidate someplace else? Because we just have way too much knowledge and expertise in this country for to, to just let this happen, to just let it. Okay, it's coming. We're going to just deal with it or not deal with it. And I think we need to get into that. Yeah, it's a really great question. And I was lucky enough to just hear a presentation from the Gallup organization. Mm. And they were talking about the great resignation. And um, the woman who presented said that 48% of all employees are currently looking for wow. another job. And 48%. 48%. Whoa. So there's what, like 160 million or so 153 million people working working, yes almost got that yeah no but you're right 161 million participating in the workforce and 48 percent of that right that is astronomical right so and and i sat there and thought all right i have a few hundred people working for me on my team that means half of my staff is out there looking for another job i mean immediately you just bring that home and think wow you know i can't I can't afford that. My business can't afford that. None of us can afford that. So I think we do need to think about, number one, why is that happening, right? Yeah. Are people really feeling that that burnout? Have we been asking them to just do too much? Is Has the just emotional toll of COVID and everything that they feel like the grass might be greener, yeah. you know, somewhere else? Sure. And I, I think we, we need to talk about that with our employees and have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a few things that we need to get very serious about with our employees and put strategies in place to number one, communicate with them better. Yeah. Really listen. How are they feeling? You know, <laughs> surveys, conversations, one on one, um, really engaging with them and making sure that it's also a, t- a two way street, that we're mm. not just talking to them, but we have an opportunity to listen to what's important to them. Right. Um, but we also need to think about do we need to change the way we're doing business? Because I, I can't think of one company out there that can say, oh, yeah, I can afford for 48% of my staff to, right. to walk out that right, door. Right, right. And then this hamster wheel we're we're all going to be on, right? Recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a big challenge. You make a great point because it impacts you directly, right? So you're 300 employees, half your employees. So everybody has got to look at this as it's not half of the companies are experiencing or 48% of the companies are experiencing this. It's 48% of the workforce. So it, trust us, it's in your company. Yeah. If you have a company, it's in your company. Yeah, it hit me. And and then you think about it, that next level, right, for our customers and then all the people that are working on a temporary basis for us that are out there. It it has rippling effects. Yeah. and Huge. Yes, huge effects. Are there any patterns that you're seeing when you're doing, when you're listening to what the problems could be or are you recognizing any patterns that keep coming up? You know, I think the one thing that 
that I have noticed, and and I'll I'll relate this back to just something that I've done a little differently, just recently. Uh, I felt like, wow, you know, I'm not traveling like I used to. So I used mm-hmm. to travel almost every week where I would be going to a branch and visiting my employees. And so even though my direct reports would be my managers, I would also spend time like talking to the receptionist at the front desk and seeing how they're doing and what right. they're up to and, and the staff, the recruiters and our salespeople. And so it kind of hit me that... I really haven't had the chance to connect to our staff. I'm, I feel like in some ways I'm closer than ever before to my managers and to my leadership team because right. we're constantly talking and on video sure. all the time. They're probably sick of me. But on the other side, I wasn't getting that interaction in person. So I've started something differently um, where I now do uh, kind of coffee with Joni. Uh-huh. We're saying Java with Joni. Um, where I just invite about four or five people. It started out as just once a week mm-hmm. for a half an hour an hour and just get together and talk with the staff. And it's not about work. It's just tell me what's going on in your life. What have you been up to? What are you doing? Honestly, I think I get more out of it than they do, yeah. but it's it comes back to what I said before. I think it's all about communication. I do too. Anyway, my teams have loved it. I now do it three times a week, and it's really helping engagement. Yeah. It really, really is. So I know it's something little and it seems small, but I think it makes a difference. But is it little, though? Because I mean, when we look at it in the past, like leaders didn't necessarily have to do that. And I'm not saying that was right or wrong, but... We just didn't have to. And now that we're, we're pushed out of our comfort zone and doing something like you say it's little, like Java with Joni, is it really that little? Because maybe that's what makes a person want to stay is they feel like they have a true connection with you and the organization. And, you know, I they do seem to really enjoy it just to have that yeah. little bit of time, yeah. you know, sure. and every single one of them have said to me, like when we're ending it, like, oh, I can't wait till we do this again. You know, <laughs> so it is funny. Yeah. So it, to me, it is the little things, but it is always the little things that matter. It's those little things that can make a difference, yeah. you know, and really connecting it's the differentiators. with the yes. I truly believe that wholeheartedly because yeah. you're a leader. I love it. Like yeah. that, that's the kind of person like I am that I really want to know what yeah. my employees are up to. I want to know, you know, what they're doing, what, sure. who's training for a race or, you know, who it, and it might be, it's not always positive things. Sometimes it's taking care of a sick parent or mm-hmm. someone who just got married or just got engaged or just went on a vacation or they just dropped their yeah. child off a of college. I yeah. want to know those things. I want to sure. know what they're up to. And the, 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 the employee, your team member is sitting there thinking, wow, my CEO cares what's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And when you know that you're cared for, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, that'll be a consideration. Trust me, when if they are the, the the one or two or the half of your company, maybe yeah. or maybe not, thinking about this great resignation, right? Mm-hmm. That'll be like, I don't know if I should leave. Is the CEO of Company X going to have conversations with me three times a week? Are they going to care yeah. that I'm training for a half marathon next year or that I'm taking care of my parent? They moved in during COVID and now I'm their caregiver. Are they going to care? Am I going to give up what I have just for a maybe, because you don't really know when you change jobs. You don't know how it's going to be exactly until you're in it, right? So 
I encourage everybody, you know, really, really think about your situation and everything you have, not just your pay and your benefits and your time off, all of that, because every company is going to give you that. You're going to get paid. You're going to get your benefits. You're going to get a certain level of leave time, right? It's those other things that you're talking about that may or may not exist where it is you want to go to or you think you want to go to. So really take that into consideration. And, and I think that employers need to get really smart about yeah. tuning in to what's important yeah. to their staff. Um, but you bring up a good point about the caring. And I had someone tell me once that people leave a job for three reasons. Or they leave, but they're really leaving a boss, right? They're, yeah. they're leaving that boss. And so they're leaving a boss for three reasons. The first reason is they might look at the person and say, can I trust this person? Mm-hmm. Do I trust them? The second might be, are they competent? Do they know what they're doing? And the third thing is, do they care about me? Yeah. And if you can answer yes to all of those things, you're probably going to stay with that boss and with right. that leader. That's right. But I'm- if you can't, we start to get on a little fragile, right. you shaky know, ground. shaky ground. It exactly. Yeah. That's right. I, I, this reminds me, you know, of um, uh, Stephen Covey, right? And he talked about the emotional bank account that people have. And now I'm just trying to think about this in like an employee-employer relationship. And I feel like what, what got us here is at the beginning of the pandemic, we flattened the curve, right? And then... I mean, it was crazy. Companies were downsizing left and right. And in order to keep your spot at any organization, you had to turn it up. And you were, you know, redlining going through work. You're working twice as hard as you might have in the past. Yeah. Now, companies now were a little bit past that. The economy starting to pick up, which is great. But organizations now can't ignore the fact that, hey, we can get 50% more production out of our team. But is what's missing. Are we not putting enough emotional deposits into that account for the employees doing things like with what you mentioned? And is that why we're in this position of like 48% are contemplating this right now? And I don't know. It could, I could be totally off, but I'm just no, trying to think of the why. I, I think it's a really great point. I think you're on to something there with the emotional deposits. If Because if they feel like they're just getting like those withdrawals, so they keep asking me to do this, you yeah. know, and they, they don't feel appreciated or listened to, um, you know, they, they want to know that the work they're doing is yeah. making a difference. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so I think you're right. I think that it, it's probably because we've moved to this virtual world where yep. also driving productivity we're all doing more with less um but it it is something that employers need to maybe think about doing a little differently yeah i agree completely and it's the if you if you have a remote workforce and it's virtual and that's where you're at today your leadership has to be way more intentful and purposeful in order to engage those people because you don't have like you Great example you mentioned earlier. It's easy to communicate with the receptionist or a front desk individual because you walk past them every day and it's a target of opportunity. So you take a couple minutes and you do that. When that no longer exists, if you're going to do something simple, sim- similar, you have to be purposeful about doing that and mindful of it that, hey, this doesn't exist anymore. I don't have those opportunities. I need to find a way to still make something like that happen, Right. That takes extra effort on the leaders, and whether you're the CEO or you're a supervisor or whatever, right? If you're in a leadership position, it takes a little more effort to make sure you're doing that. And if you're not doing that, you can guarantee they notice. 
Yeah. They absolutely notice. And they're probably going to look for other opportunities, other right? Opportunities. Where they yes. are going to feel like, oh, I'm going to be appreciated here. The yeah. work that I'm going to do matters or is going to get noticed. So hopefully, I think employers can, can really try to tune into that mm-hmm. and tune into their employees because we all know the cost of turnover and how difficult it is. The job market that mm-hmm. we're in, as you guys know, we have 11 million job openings yeah, in wild. this country right it's now. Unreal. And we only have... 8.7 unemployed, 8.7 million unemployed people. So we have more jobs than there are available people. Yeah. No one can afford to be losing top talent. No, not at all. Especially half of it. <laughs> Especially potentially up to half <laughs> wow. of it. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's like the biggest kick in the gut. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and yeah, go ahead. I'll say I do think the answer, though, is exactly the type of thing that you're doing at Remex. I, I hope listeners, you know, leaders, supervisors, managers, Employees, I'm like looking down the barrel of the camera as I say that. Employees, it is a two-way relationship. And it's something you can request, you can be a part of. And I, I, I do think like in the ecosystem of a business, it is really, truly everybody's responsibility to make that happen. And I mean, who wouldn't want that? Isn't that why they're leaving anyway, to go search for that? Yeah. You need to yeah. let them know they're appreciated. Yeah. 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 So, and since, you know, this year, it, it's nice that we're having a record year. So I'm able to really try to do some things also to celebrate with them. So yeah. I've planned some fun things for the fourth quarter. So, you know, we're not all together in a meeting, but I'm sending things to their home, oh, every cool. single employee to celebrate this milestone. Um, we're going to do happy hours and, and just try to make it fun. You know, yeah. don't forget to celebrate even yeah. if you're virtual I think that's another thing to I do. totally agree with that yeah yeah you gotta celebrate yes awesome man it's deep this topic could just run on we could go on and, and on yeah. and on yeah. are there other ideas how employers can uh, improve this I just toss one out just something else let's yeah. say you put me on the spot here um, you know I'm gonna say this I think we do need to get back to some travel being here at ASA this Oof. week, I think we all have realized how great it is to be face-to-face yes. and in person. Oop. Yes. Right? Yes. And, you know, look at the two of you doing the podcast together, right? Oh, and yeah. I, it's like another dynamic, right? It takes it to another level. Or we, we, right. we had a chance, and I know the two of you were lucky enough to interview Siku Andrews yesterday, yes, who talks yeah. about next level. So it's... Yes, we're working virtually, and yes, things are different, but let's not lose that personal connection. And if you have the opportunity to get out there and get in front of your teams and connect with people, take them to dinner, take them to lunch, whatever it might be, do it. Do it. And let's get back Let's get back to that face-to-face. You yes. couldn't be more right. We, we Actually, I, I don't know if everyone knows this, so I don't even know if we told you that that interview with Seku was the first in-person podcast we've done together. Everything's been virtual because we've yeah. been doing this during the pandemic. Anyways, long story short, it ended with three grown men in tears. Like, that's how powerful it was. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to this listen great and too, watch. But it was, yeah. Are, are and you then guys I saying I'm not at that level? No, I'm you're just at kidding. That level. No, you're definitely, <laughs> no, you're definitely <laughs> at that level. But no, like, I can't wait to, I cannot yeah. wait to listen to that interview. So. But seeing, seeing your face, your reactions, you know, and your demeanor, it's a part of communication. That does not always come through on a screen. 
right? And you, you don't see body movement. You don't see what's, um, you know, we all know there's other things happening around whatever room somebody's sitting in, right? And they could be distracted. We may even get distracted, right? As co-hosts. But here, even though we're in this space and there's things happening all around us, it's much easier to have a conversation because we're sitting right here talking to each other. Um, Absolutely. Right? You can read each other's you body re- language. Yes. You, it's totally different. And as you mentioned before, I, I do speak regularly yeah. on national television. Right. And I've been doing that through satellite you know and Skype and it's terrible you know the delays (laughs) the dogs barking in the background you know whatever it might be the doorbell rings you know it's we need to get back to a little bit more normalcy and and figure out ways to do that yeah normalcy which is what Seiku was talking about yesterday his next level was next level might be going back to the previous level we were at you may have been at before, whether that's as a person, a company, whatever, right? Because yes. that could actually be a really good place for you to be next. Absolutely. Which I thought was, wow, profound. And, may- and maybe we all needed that little pause, or as yeah. he would say, to kind of fall down to yeah. appreciate kind of where we are Absolutely. right now. Appreciate yes. the ability to come together and have this conversation and do this in a live setting. Have the lunches, the dinners, the outings, the team building events with yeah. your teams. It's like, it's time to get back to that and put some effort into that reconnect reconnect awesome i love it we need it so bad we did yeah good stuff it's so great to see you guys you too thank you for stopping by before you're headed out we really really appreciate it it's great absolutely i'm a big fan so oh good and i'll leave you with one thing sure you're going to have to have me back on in the future okay i am three quarters of the way done with a book that I'm writing. Oh, yay. Really? And um, I'm letting you know because I'm going to hold myself accountable that if I tell you guys you about it, I have to finish. Yep. Right? Yep. I got to put it out there. And um, I know you wrote a great book. And um, I'm So I'm trying to um, also share some of the stories yeah. of just my career in 25 years of being a working mom mm-hmm. and having goals and aspirations to live, you know, a life with purpose, but also to balance a professional life and a personal life and hoping to share some advice with others so Fantastic. that they achieve their dreams. We have yes. to have you back on. So I'm, have to. so I want to yeah. be back. Uh, that'll be a third time, but, um, I'm not. I'm not going to come back until I get that book done. Yeah. Have you have you put a date on the wall? Speaking of accountability, where I want my whether it's the rough draft finished by a certain date. Do you have a target? Yeah. So the final draft needs to be done by Christmas. A final draft by Christmas. Yeah. Good stuff. So it's coming. Yeah. Great. I'm close. Amazing. Can't wait. Yes. Well, thanks awesome. so much for joining. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. We love it. Thank you guys for being here. Great yeah. conference. Cool. Yeah, thanks so much. Bo and Luke Show, Joni Biley. That's a wrap. Tune in for a new episode every Thursday. You can subscribe to our email newsletter for information on upcoming guests, giveaways, and more. Rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to our sponsor, Sound United, for quality broadcast audio throughout Season 2.